What's up? What's up? What's up? We are back, and the Raiders season is over, but the playoffs have just begun. Got a lot to get into, so let's just get into what we are talking about right now. This week, I'm talking about the Raiders. I'm talking about the eight and eight season. What it looked like from the start to the end. What it looked like in the middle, and what it's going to look like in these next few months. So let's get into it. All right, so the Raiders finished their season at 8-8, eight and eight, and what would look to be as a improvement over last year, statistically, record-wise, yeah, it is an improvement. However, the Raiders looking at their season this year compared to last year, it almost went the exact same way. The Raiders were in the same position, in the same game, in the same end zone, at the same time that they were last season. The outcome was just different. The Raiders were three plays away from 11 and five and the Raiders were three plays away from being five and 11. So the way you, any way you look at it, any way you slice it, the Raiders season was a big disappointment. Now, obviously we have some things that came out of it for the first time in Raiders history. The Raiders have had back-to-back seasons with a 4,000 yard passer, a thousand yard rusher and a thousand yard receiver. That's Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller. Uh, Josh Jacobs had his second, thousand yard season uh it's the best start for any Raiders running back his first two years Darren Waller is is evolved into one of the top two tight ends in the National Football League Derek Carr had a great year uh statistically uh Derek Carr had a career year statistically and he has a lot that he's going to compound on that and he's going to build off of that in the three years that John Gruden has taken over with the Raiders, the Raiders have shown improvement. They've shown improvement in wins. They've shown improvement in the quarterback play. They've shown improvement in the offense. They've shown improvement in scoring. Where the Raiders need to now focus is getting better on defense and getting better in the red zone. Where the Raiders succeeded in the red zone was scoring. Now, scoring can count as a couple things. It could be a touchdown. It can also be a field goal. And the reason why the Raiders did so well in scoring is because they were the highest field goal percentage team inside the 20. That said, Daniel Carlson was lights out. When it came down to it, in this season, he became the highest point scorer for the Raiders. He actually surpassed Sebastian Janikowski's record. So pretty big shoes to fill. Um, Anybody that remembers Seabass, (laughs) There's a, there's a lot more that he needs to do to fill those shoes, but we're not going to get into it. That's for another pod, and I'd love to have Seabass on. Uh, one of my good friends. We've had some good times together. Great dude. Uh, love him, his family, his wife, Lori, his daughters. Great dude, but uh, would love to have him on talk some stories. But getting back to Daniel Carlson, the progression that he had and what he overcame from last year where he had a case of the yips, uh, he really – put on for the team and he really put the team in position a lot of times to at least put some points on the board. The Raiders this year or going into next season need to capitalize on these red zone trips. We cannot settle for three. The Raiders have to get touchdowns. And what we saw in this final game. And one of the things that really stood out to me is the Raiders started to use some of the players that we wanted to see all season. We saw Darren Waller in the end zone. We saw Brian Edwards get involved. We saw Henry Ruggs get involved. We saw Foster Moreau get in the mix a little bit. And these are the guys that are going to be the future of this team. The Raiders spent a lot of time and snaps on guys like Jason Witten. 
And I love Jason Witten as a leader. I love Jason Witten as a mentor. I love Jason Witten as a potential coach in the future. But as a player, you cannot afford to give him the snaps over Foster Moreau. The Raiders are in a position where they could be really good next year. However, once again, the the season is going to be tough. And what I'm not doing next year, what I'm not going to be doing, is I'm not going to look at strength of schedule. Because no matter what, strength of schedule doesn't mean scat. Strength of schedule is something that's based off of what the team looked like last year. But what they don't, what people don't realize and what analytics don't show is that teams get better. Teams get better every year. Drafts happen. Free agency happens. Coaching changes happen. A team that was at the bottom can easily rise to the top. We saw it with the Dolphins. You know, you see it with the Chargers where they draft a guy like Justin Herbert and he elevates that team. Now they lost their head coach and most likely that team is going to get better. The Denver Broncos are another situation where that's a team that if they add some pieces, they're going to be a good team again. The AFC West can rise again. The Chiefs already hold court. The Raiders are right there in second place. The Chargers and the Broncos are knocking at the door. The AFC West, I said, can rise again. What I want to see is I want to see the AFC West be competitive. It's more fun. The league is more fun. When you have teams like the Raiders, the Steelers, the Niners, the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Packers, when those teams are competitive, when those teams are in the playoffs, when those teams are winning, the NFL is more fun. That's the old school football, the old school way. You look at these old teams. What I want to see is I want to see competitive. But what I want to see from the Raiders is I want to see John Gruden and Mike Mayock go out and make a concerted effort to find a top-graded defensive coordinator. They need to make an extensive search and not settle on the first guy they interview. I saw Joe Barry out there. I saw Gus Bradley. Raheem Morris's name is floating. Wade Phillips is floating. There are some quality names out there. Dan Quinn's the name that's that's out there. Hasn't been linked to the Raiders, but I'm going to say it. There's a lot of names out there. There's a lot of guys out there. But what the Raiders need is they need somebody who's going to, one, relate to the players, two, who's going to motivate the players, and three, who's going to get results. Because in the last three years, hell, in the last 15, 20 years, the Raiders haven't gotten results. You look at teams that have had success in the playoffs. You look at teams that have had success winning championships. They have a good defense. And if they don't have a good defense, they have a good enough defense. And right now, as Raider fans, we have to look at what can we get to be good enough. We don't even need a great defense right now. We need good enough. So those are some of the things that we're looking at. Those are some of the things that that excite me because the Raiders have a defensive coordinator search. The Raiders are going to have to make some significant moves to free up some cap space. There's going to be some guys on this roster that aren't going to be on this roster in a few months. You know, some of the big names out there, you have Trent Brown, who is, when he's playing, he's the most dominant player on the field. The problem is, in the past two years, he's only played 16 games. He's had a number of health issues. He's had a number of injuries. Uh, he had the pulmonary, he had the embolism from the air embolism from the IV. Um, he had a lot of issues. He dealt with COVID 
Um, so there's a lot of things there. There's Tyrell Williams who had the torn labrum and he was out for the whole season. Last year he was out with the plantar fasciitis. He's commanding a lot of money. LaMarcus Joyner who hasn't played up to his contract. There's players out there where the funds are available if the Raiders decide to move on. And then you have guys like Nelson Aguilar who deserve that money. You have defensive players out there in free agency that I would love to see the Raiders target. Justin Simmons is a huge name. Marcus May is a huge name. Richard Sherman is another name. The Raiders need to spend money on defense. The Raiders need to spend money on defense. The Raiders need to spend money on defense. As I leave you with that thought, let me just take a brief, brief, brief break. And when I come back, we're going to talk about what the Raiders could do on defense. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff. And it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and you just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is, you can get all this for only $15 a month. The same rate as any other hosting site would charge you for just the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle's an open door to leveling up your sports experience. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com slash join. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more. But that's bwhustle.com slash join. And now let's get back into it. So as we know, the Raiders have various needs on defense at every level of the game. You've got defensive line needs. You've got linebacker needs. You've got corners. You've got safeties that you need. 
the Raiders have to get better defensively as a whole. Max Crosby led the team in sacks, and there was nobody close behind him. There was nobody close near him in the league, really. He needs to get better. And John Gruden said it himself. In order for Max to get better, he has to get into the weight room. He has to get stronger. He has to get more agile. He has to work on his conditioning. Max is going to get better. Max's, Max's rookie year was phenomenal. And that was because, one, he just went off pure talent. But, two, he had motivation. And I think that some of that motivation came from Coach Buckner, who we've had on the podcast. So what we need to see now from Max, from Klee, from Arden Key is consistency. We need to see these guys week in and week out getting better. And what the Raiders need to do defensively is they need to get better immediately, defensive line-wise. We look at the interior. Mohurst was good, but he wasn't great. And obviously, he had a lot of injuries. He has room to grow. Moe's still a guy that I'm very high on. Jonathan Hakins, excellent run stopper. Okay, Jonathan Hakins plays that 0-3 to three technique better than anybody on the team. But the Raiders brought in a guy, Malik Collins, who was supposed to be the heart and soul of the defense and unfortunately couldn't get it going. He went from having six sacks in Dallas to zero sacks in Las Vegas. You need to get your interior pass rushers involved in the game. You need to get your interior pass rushers involved in the passing defense. When you have guys coming up the middle in that zero, one, three technique, these are the guys that are going to be crashing down. These are the guys that can stunt inside. It frees it up for the ends. If you have a guy in the three technique commanding a double team, a triple team, that makes it so much easier for not only your defensive ends, but also for your linebackers. Me, I played all across the line. I played everywhere from a seven to a zero technique. I played outside, far outside, standing up on two feet, all the way down and in the trenches, right in the zero technique on my hands and toes. It's all about getting leverage. It's all about beating your man. And the Raiders have to continue to do that. And they have to start doing that. The defensive line has the ability to be some dogs, but they need to add some more dogs. Now, we look at the draft, and obviously, as we get closer into the draft, I'm going to have a draft show. And I'll probably have my guy Thor on to talk about it. But if the Raiders have the ability to take a stud D tackle in the first round, <coughs> Christian Barmore, they need to do it. The Raiders need to get better up front, especially in the interior defensive line. When we look at the linebacking core, the linebacking core actually got better as Paul Gunther left. Corey Littleton started looking like Corey Littleton and not Corey Little Chicken out there. And before you guys get all crazy on me, the only reason I say Corey Little Chicken is because Corey Littleton even said himself that at times he felt like a chicken with his head cut off. A lot of the players didn't know what was going on. A lot of players didn't know what the calls were. A lot of players didn't know where they were supposed to be because Paul Gunther made things so difficult for them and threw so many things at them and implemented so many parts of the game plan that weren't implemented during the week. The players didn't know what the hell was going on during games, and that's why you had teams putting up 200 yards rushing against the Raiders. Funny, that didn't happen when Gunther, or when Gunther left. The Raiders have to get better at that. The Raiders have to stop the run. What I want to see is I want to see a defensive coordinator come in and bring his staff. Now, we know that Rod Marinelli is going to stay in some capacity. That's going to be my question. Will the Raiders keep him as a defensive line coach? Or does John Gruden make him 
an assistant head coach, defensive coordinator, assistant, whatever. We know that he's probably not going to be the defensive coordinator. We saw the the last couple games where the defense got better. They're not to the place where Rod Marinelli is going to be the guy running the show. The Raiders have to bring in somebody who can really shape that defense into place. And that's going to be Mike Mayock and John Gruden's job. And I'm excited to see what they do. As we go up a level and we look at the DBs, there's a lot of deficiencies there. And, you know, one of the things is confusion. Uh, The other thing is youth. And the other thing is injuries and, and illness. You know, Jonathan Abram battled with his injuries. Damon Arnett battled with a pair of concussions. Uh, and a wrist injury. Trayvon Mullen had his his share of injuries. Jeff Heath was out on the IR for a while. Uh, you had a lot of guys that were out. You had a lot of guys that were missing games, missing practice, missing time. And those things hurt. And when you don't have a solid defense to begin with, things only get worse. Things don't get better. The Raiders have to get better at that level. And the way that they're going to do it is by coaching, is by training, is by nutrition, is by flexibility, and also by teaching players how to play smart but still physical. What I want to see from the DB class next year is I want to see the DBs get after the ball more. I want to see the DBs do what they do best, but I also want to see them get after the ball. Go after passes. Bat passes down. Try to snatch the ball out of somebody's hands. We didn't have a lot of takeaways. I think we had six. Can't do that. You can't not have turnovers in this league and expect to win. Teams that win the turnover battle always win. Most of the time. Except for, I mean, against the Broncos. The Raiders lost a turnover battle, but the Raiders got lucky. Derek Carr dealt at the right time. The defense put a stop at the right time. And Max Crosby had two field goals blocked. Those are the things that we build off of. Now, while we talk about the blocked field goals, we have to talk about the special teams unit a little bit. Because the Raiders have to start trying to score again. We got a taste of it back in 2018 when Dwayne Harris ran a a punt back for 99 yards. We haven't had anything since. But what I've been seeing is I've been seeing Hunter Renfro turning into a pretty good punt returner. He's small. He's quick. He's shifty. He makes moves. He makes guys miss. And he gets positive yards. The Raiders are going to have to find another guy to return kicks. I don't want to see Henry Ruggs back there returning kicks. You know, Henry Ruggs is supposed to be a number one, number two receiver. I don't want to see him returning kicks. Hunter Renfro, I absolutely do want to see return punts. But we need to find a kick returner. We need to find a guy who's going to be able to be a game changer. Somebody who can make some plays. You know, you look at these teams that that have success with it. And that special teamer can make or break a game. The Raiders have some work to do, obviously. But it's good to know going into this offseason that the Raiders have set a foundation. And like Tom Cable said, we're not losers anymore. We're 8-8. Eight and eight. Now, I know we can sit there and laugh and joke. And we can look at the schedule. And we can look at the record. And we can say, hey, look. Yes. On paper, the Raiders got better. Record-wise, the Raiders got better. The Raiders have to capitalize on what they did well this year. 
what they did well this year was run the football in the early stages of the year, throw the football all year long, red zone scoring, and now they have to look at how to improve. Defensively, they got to improve. Red zone touchdowns have to improve. Ball control has to compro- has to improve. If the Raiders and Derek Carr can protect the football, not turn it over, not fumble the ball, the Raiders will be in great position. Carr, as a passer, doesn't make a lot of mistakes. The Raiders now have to focus on not fumbling. Carr, Ruggs, Jacobs, Waller, all those guys, everybody on the offense has to make sure that they're protecting the football. If I'm John Gruden, I'm taking a page out of the the movie, the program, and making everybody walk around the training facility as soon as OTAs start, if OTAs start, with a football in their hand. If you fumble, (laughs) you know, something's got to happen. But the Raiders got to make sure they're protecting the football, and that's got to be job one. Job two is building chemistry. Those park workouts that Derek had with the team, they need to keep doing those. They need to keep building that chemistry. Now that we've got the rookies through their first year, Henry Ruggs, Brian Edwards, they need to get out there and they need to start working with those guys. This team needs to continue to build and develop chemistry. We saw it with Nelson Aguilar. We saw it a little bit with Zay Jones. We saw it really big time with Darren Waller this year. And the Raiders need to continue to build that chemistry. Derek Carr continuing to be that leader. And finding out who the leader is on the defense. Because right now there is no clear identifiable leader on the defense. John Gruden always says we need to find our alpha. We need to find our alpha. But there's no clear cut leader of the defense. Yes, Kwiatkowski wears the green dot. But there's no clear leader on that defense. And that's where it needs to be found. The Raiders need to find who is the true defensive captain. And when the Raiders find that and the Raiders get a defensive coordinator and the Raiders draft and the Raiders bring in free agents, we're going to have something to be excited about. Offensively, I'm excited about this team still. They can put up points. They got to get better at running the football down the stretch, but this team can put up points. This team can throw with anybody. Now we just need to build on it. And I'm excited to see what this team does these next few months, these next couple weeks, the OTAs, the offseason, the draft, the hiring process, the free agency process. And we're going to be here every step of the way. And I got some guests lined up for you guys that are going to make that even more fun. So, you guys, thanks for checking it out. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you're leaving a comment. If you're listening on Apple Music, please go ahead and leave me a review. Drop a little comment. I love to hear feedback on the show. I really appreciate you guys. And until next time, let's go.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.